By now, you've probably seen the articles about Aitana Lopez, also known as Fit Aitana, who is an AI-created Instagram fitness model that the creators are using to make money. Personally, I'd rather have a real human in front of me, but there are exceptions to that. We'll get into that in a moment. Now, in order for someone to generate an AI model, there's a couple of things that has to take place. First of all, AI just saying generate a woman will come up with a different face each time. Now, the face may look very similar, and that's based off of the information that the application had been fed in its training sessions. But you'd want to go through and generate a face, and then once you've got a good face, it's simple to just replace that face as you go forward, and that way you get a consistent look. Then you can just worry about the prompt, both negatives and positives, for generating the look that you want to get, and then replicating that over and over again. So there is a good amount of upfront work that needs to be done, but after a certain point, it does get easier to generate these images. And in my video this week, we'll talk about how some of that works. But getting back to the topic of have I used this, I have. And the reason I've done it is one of the modes of photography that I practice is boudoir photography. Now, boudoir photography is a very intimate photography, and not a lot of people want to have it publicly uh, viewed. And that is completely understandable. Or there might be poses that somebody would feel uncomfortable having viewed. By using AI generations, I can do two things. First of all, it allows me to put together a posing guide to show different poses that could be used to have the client figure out which one is that they feel good with. What do they want to portray in the photo session? Because again, in a lot of cases, this is going to end up being a album. So it's going to be something that's very private. It's not going to be wall art. Second thing is, when you do boudoir photography, you have to ask the person for permission, just as with any other photography, to use those images. And that can be a little uh, off-putting for some people and some clients you know not to ask. But by going through and generating the images, that allows me to put together a portfolio always saying that it's generated, unlike uh, necessarily this case. Although from what I hear, the uh, Aitana model uh, was always listed as being a generated model, that she was in fact uh, not a real person, which is what I do with the boudoir uh, portfolio that I put together. And that's just to make sure that people understand that while this is an example of my work, and it's a, a good example of my work with uh, AI, it is not a real session photograph. This isn't a person out there that they're going to go find. Now, when you're generating things like this, and like I said, I'll, I'll talk about this more in the video, but you want to come up with a face. 
And when these generate, they have a tendency to come up with a similar face. But if they were trained with, for example, celebrities, which are very easy to find on the uh, internet, you can put together different celebrity faces so that it doesn't look like the actual celebrity, but it's a blend of one, two, or three different celebrities. And you'll let the model then figure out how to merge those features together. And sometimes it comes up with some very interesting new faces. But once you've got that, there is a section, at least in Stable Diffusion, that's very easy for you to pop in that face and go from there, just as there's a section to do poses and put the pose in there. So, for example, for this fitness model, they could have taken real uh, fitness models, seen a pose that they like, put the pose in place for the model, have it generate into this uh, format called open pose that allows them to then map the image that's being created onto that pose, put the face in so that the face is also mapped to this new face. And then by using basically other people's work, generate these images. Now, I'm not saying that's what they did. It's quite possible that they created a pose using that open pose framework and then mapped everything onto that, or they might've just gone through and had the AI generate whatever it was going to generate based off of the prompt that they put in. But those are ways that they could manipulate the image. When I do the boudoir poses, I generate a pose if I can, when I think of one that I want to try, I can generate that pose and then let the AI superimpose the image that I created by prompt. And the face that I used, again, I'm putting a face on there so that I make sure that the image looks consistent across it. Uh, I only use a couple of different faces, so that way it makes it easier for you to know that they're all the same generated model, but at the same time, a little variety by putting a couple of different faces in there. But by putting that stuff together, it allows me to put those poses out there. Now, obviously, generation is not the only place that AI is used in the photography process. There are tools out there to help enhance photographs. And the goal of those is to cut down the amount of time that it takes a photographer to do their work. I see them as supplemental tools. I do not see them as replacements for me doing what I do. Um, basically, what I it, it does some of the cleanup stuff and some of the basic things that I'll tweak afterwards. But if a picture can would take me ten or fifteen minutes per image to get it the way I like it. And I can give this to a process that can get me even 80% of the way there. That could take 10 minutes off the time. Now I'm down to closer to five minutes or just a couple minutes of going in and doing those extra little tweaks that I like to have that the AI just isn't getting to. But that's what the use of AI is for me is to clean up my photographs and to get that boudoir stuff going. 
Um, you'll also notice if you look at my Instagram that I have a lot of images up there with quotes that I put up. Those are all AI generated. Uh, I go through and I figure out what I want the image to be and I find a nice uplifting quote, for example, put it all together and post it to the uh, site. There are also ones up there that I post from like the fort events and things like that. But the posed ones are currently all AI generated. Again, I don't have to worry about things like licensing. I don't have to worry about permissions that I need for all of them. And I can come up with ways to help make people either smile or feel a little bit more uplifted quickly by just generating a whole bunch of images and putting them up there. That way I can have hundreds of images in a year without having taken the time to do the permissions for hundreds of images a year. Now, again, unlike what we've got here with the uh, fitness model, uh, I don't do it to generate revenue. I just do it because I feel that having some happy things out on the internet is good for everybody's mental well-being. But that's what I got for you this week. Uh, tune into the video that will go live on Wednesday that will show you, if you're interested, how to generate these types of images and uh, make your own uh, faces that you can use and how the posing and all that works. And I will talk to you guys next week.